0: Welcome to Publish, Perish, or Podcast. Your opportunity to look behind the scenes. So- scenes, oh, Fuck. Ah.
1: You never stuff that bit I up. I know,
0: I always <laughs> do so well.
2: Ladies and gentlemen...
0: Welcome to Publish, Perish, or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science and see what science eats for breakfast. I'm Andrew Stapleton, and joining me today are Cameron Shearer. Hello. And Christopher Gibson. G'day. All right, here we go. Chris, I don't think you eat breakfast.
3: I don't. That's exactly right. I very rarely eat breakfast. I'm too busy. Too much going on. Cup of coffee, I'm out the door. Cup of coffee. Got students' work to do for them. I'm too busy. Instant coffee, double espresso. Uh,
1: You don't have a double espresso. Explain to me right now what a double espresso
3: is. It's espresso times two. (laughs) Okay. You're right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You sit corrected. You got him.
0: Cameron? Breakfast. Oh, I reckon your breakfast is lovely. Oh, like smoked salmon, sounds nice. um, Scrambled eggs, some dill, sort of like (laughs) lavishly (laughs) kind of flaked on top. Do you flake dill,
1: or is that the salmon? What's flaking?
0: Uh, I see. For me, the flaking action just is like the distribution in a very luxurious way. Uh, It's like from a height, and it's like snowing. Yeah,
3: flaking was when you cut it into small slivers and decorate the plate with the slivers.
0: Yeah. Fine, yeah, we'll take. I'll take that as well. There you go. That as well. That's what you do. Do you do that with dill?
1: Um, my breakfast changes pretty much every day. I don't have a set one. I get bored of breakfast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What, so was,
0: what was this morning's breakfast?
1: This morning I had uh, four bits of wheatbix.
0: Four bits of that's a lot of wheatbix. Is it?
3: Brett yeah. Lee does ten. Who? Mm. <laughs> He's a fast bowler, Australian retired. Fastballer. Oh God! Right, of course, Break-ball. it was going to be Break-ball. a sport. Of <laughs> course. Um, and so you have a different breakfast. So, what was yesterday's breakfast?
1: Well, yesterday I, I made myself a strawberry and yogurt smoothie, uh, and I also had wheat bix. <laughs> Ten wheat bix to be like <laughs> Brett Lee or whatever his name is. No, I get I that right? I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> Brett yes. Lee was his name. Yeah, but I think I only had I had four as well. Andrew, yes. your breakfast. Well, I tell Some you kind what, of meal replacement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, my breakfast has got two forms first one is a lazy form which is either some muesli or a bit of toast Mm -hmm. that i kind of like just kind of like show some spread to like uh, and i just shove it in my face like okay and the the second one if i'm super like if i'm feeling like i need to treat myself i will go up to work early and i'll go to a nice little coffee place and order breakfast oh but get this i've been there so many times that i've got my what? own breakfast oh. <laughs> so if there's someone <laughs> new working i have to go look in the book <laughs> and they oh he's got it all written down andy's <laughs> special breakfast <laughs> and he charges me less oh wow uh, wait you yep. haven't been
1: working there for very long
0: a year <laughs> and I, I go in at least once a week. One time I went in like four times in the week and I, and I walked in, right? Actually, the most annoying, this was the most embarrassing moment for me, was I walked in and I thought that I had a special uh-huh. or a usual and I walked in, I was like, the usual thanks. And he went, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you thought you were special, but
0: now you are. Now I am because I feel
1: like I forced his hand a little bit. Yeah. All right. So do you think that you doing that made the usual the usual happen, or would have that happened eventually and you just jumped the gun?
0: I think it would have got there, but I feel like I did.
1: Alright. Yeah. Have I definitely you, forced it. Have you do you usual anywhere else or have you usualed before?
0: Never. That's my first ever usual. <laughs> do you wanna know what the usual is? Mm, yeah, right. I do. One fried egg, one toast, loads of mushrooms. I've love mushrooms okay. so many mushrooms and a flat white
3: oh we're off topic a bit now what oh. science have for breakfast oh my Come god on. i forgot Jesus we were talking Christ. i was
0: having a lovely time talking to you chaps yeah. <laughs> no
3: I, I enjoyed that as well thanks chris
0: <laughs> <laughs> we did too cameron <laughs> did you enjoy that
1: yeah
3: was all right yeah <laughs> Seem indifferent. Oh, I'm just jealous. I've, I've never had a usual. Yeah, Kevin's oh, <laughs> no, no. eyes are looking to the ceiling. He's I'm Trying to work
1: out the quickest way for me to get the usual somewhere.
3: Yeah. You're going to have to oh. ask Lauren to make it for you. The oh, minutes. how
0: sad. Just Come the out usual. in the morning. The usual, please. No, but darling. I want
1: a different breakfast every day, so it can't be a breakfast usual. Oh, Ooh. yeah. See, how can yes. you just be like. Surely sometimes you want a bit of bacon. Oh, we're talking about it again. But I I tell you what, yeah, but (laughs) I I I tell you
0: what, I have got one alteration and he asks me every time, I go, the usual, and he goes, hash brown? And I go, no hash brain today. <laughs> oh, yeah. but sometimes but it's But sometimes yes. it's with a hat and sometimes it okay. is, a yes. I haven't had actually I haven't had the hash brain for a while. This is very boring science talk. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it.
3: This is what the this is what the listeners want. They want to get inside our
0: heads. Exactly what they want. Mm. Would science do it? Would science eat a usual breakfast?
3: I think there's two schools of thought on this Please, subject. Enlighten us, Christopher Gibson. Science. Is either one of two things. Science would have a uh, specially calorie controlled diet, perfect everything, the right amount of protein, the right amount of sugar, yes. right yes. amount of carbohydrate, right amount of fat, the absolute perfect. But science and, is and too so busy. And so on? And so on? Or no, is no, that No, no, no. Science <laughs> is too busy for breakfast. Science never sleeps.
0: Science? Science doesn't have breakfast. It has a drip feed straight into its stomach. Yeah. What are you saying, Christopher Gibbs? Or
1: science is some kind of self feeding perpetual motion monster. Ooh. <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> that's right. So it makes right. the energy that it eats. Yeah. Mm.
3: Oh, God, this has got deep.
0: Mm. Mm. I was expecting I you guys that's... just to say, like, cornflakes
1: or something like that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> when would we ever say something simple like that to a question
1: like that? <laughs> but oh. breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yeah. That's why Uh, I'm
3: torn between the two schools of thought. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I think science would do what I do, basically. I don't have breakfast, so science wouldn't either.
1: (laughs) Science would know where double espresso is. That's true, yes. (laughs) Science might know that.
3: All right, science beats me on that.
1: Yeah. You're good in other ways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just not that. All right, my lovely little science chappies camera do you go first news from the week my little cherub my little cheeky man
1: so i don't think i've had a paper accepted in the last two or three weeks
3: what the paper machine yeah i've gone quiet but i did win an award this week (gasps) jesus we have to put a special sound for that yeah like trumpets yeah trumpets and applause all right this week i won an award yes I said this the other day on I was saying when Cameron wins an award, I feel like I've won a little bit of an award too. Yeah. Andy, do you? No.
0: Because I allow Cameron to have his awards. Oh. But mm. if you were to win an award, I would consider it mine.
3: <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, yeah, Cameron, please, please continue about your award. What do you want to know? What was it? <laughs> Everything. And,
0: and does it make your life better?
1: All right. So I won the is uni vice chancellor's award for early career researchers uh, and it is two and a half thousand australian dollars to spend on research
0: oh that's not a small sum of money that's a lot
1: of yeah.
3: afm time that's a We're lot of spend it on well.
0: afm straight into your pockets
1: yeah, so well done to me. Yeah. And well done. <laughs> well done <laughs> oh Cameron. yeah, sorry. Well done. Has Cameron. it made has it made my life better? Yes. So I don't know. I I really wanted to win this award last year, so I was actually oh. a, I was so disappointed when I didn't win it last year. Yeah. That I, I don't know. I, I kind of I didn't feel that happy when I won it this year. Did Do
0: you feel like last year would have maintained some sort of momentum, or do you just why Why last year?
1: So I was applying for the um, early career project grant through the government and so it would have been really great to have some sign of money earned for research Ah, before that got put in and so now that i don't have such a grant on the very near horizon Mm -hmm. i just feel like i mean you know i i should be a lot happier than than what i am
0: yeah your face like your words say happiness (laughs) and your face says Normal day.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, Cameron, I am happy for you. And I I can speak for Andy as well. In that. Thanks, Chris. Yes, yes please. Please we, speak we for We are proud of you. Okay. Is there any, yeah.
1: anything else that just Andy wants to say through you, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Andy,
3: would you like to speak for me about something? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> um... I think I've changed my mind about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, well, well done, Cameron. Absolutely well Karen, done. Round of applause. Yep. Yeah.
0: Well deserved, <laughs> um, Christopher Gibson. What have you? What's your news? Keep it to three highlights. That's all oh, you got.
3: Shit, I, I don't know if I can do that. I've got, I've got too much. All right, been getting lots of great feedback, so I want a, a bit of a shout out to Renee Gorham. We all remember Renee. Yes, yeah. yes, yep. Renee. Yep. She's working at the Alan McDiarmid Institute, the School of Chemical and Physical Sciences, Victoria University of Wellington. She sent me an email saying she's loving. That's in New Zealand. She said she's loving the podcast, and oh, she might great. be coming Excellent. back to uh, Flinders to do a bit of AFM. Let's, ins- oh, let's really? get her on the podcast. Yep. yep. Perfect. Yeah. Renee, there you go. Late Feb, you're on. You're podcast in. Podcast time. Um, and did we- but, but what did she say? Just that it's going good? Uh, she loved it. Oh. So, so
1: was Crusader. this email, was the email about AFM or about the podcast? What it, was, it, how was... It led, it led with
3: the podcast and finished with AFM. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made a specific comment about Crusader. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. amazing. And give her Sightwatch and basically all the no stuff. Did. No, say anything <laughs> no about No one fucking loves watch. that. <laughs> Some of what I said was true. <laughs> um, and the other thing was, uh, did we mention Vanessa had a baby? We did that in one of the other podcasts. I'm not quite sure. Vanessa Thompson. Had a baby called Alicia, born in late October. Congrats to Vanessa, who Congratulations. I think does actually listen to this. So. Oh, well, that's really good. Good on her.
1: All right, uh, hit us
3: up on the uh, forum. Yep, yep. <laughs> the busy, busy forum. <laughs> Uh, another bit of news Andy visited my facility and watched a student do some work this week <laughs> yeah. Twice. yeah twice twice in fact yeah. in the last
0: week yeah. well you know yeah. I needed to accompany him just yeah. to make sure he was safe in your, your hands And pra- I, uh, you're practicing being an academic I tell you what I love it
2: Yeah, it's, it's great and do
0: you know what I really like because he was like oh the image isn't looking so good and I'm like just do this and he, he's like Oh, it's better. And I felt like a god. Felt like a god among men. She
3: just looked at him and said, work harder. (laughs) Work harder. Just try
0: everything. Do it. Do more. Where's (laughs) the paper?
1: (laughs) Andy, did you have anything else to add on you visiting uh, us at Flinders last week?
0: No. What have I done? I've just got a question for you, then. So
1: you're walking around and you're... uh, uh, How much of a king do you feel (laughs) like... When all these people are uh, happy to see you and they're saying hello. Oh, I yeah.
0: bloody yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, like, I'm not going to do AFM at UniSA anymore. I'm coming down <laughs> to Flinders. And, like, people are going. And the first thing I arrived and, uh, a, and a colleague from the workshop, Andrew, came mm-hmm. over and he was like, loving everything you're doing, loving thing." And I'm like, I'm just, oh, yeah, right. just get. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's all up yeah. in my face. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, that's happening on the inside. But outside is very humble. Like this. Okay. No, I haven't.
1: I don't think that's not from what I've No, seen. your face doesn't. yeah am <laughs> yeah. not a humble not face. Your face
3: drools.
1: <laughs> that is the smuggest face you can do. Yeah, that is smug. Oh, I love it. I love all it. All right, yeah, Andy, true addiction. or false? Have you been doing laps around the building trying to find people to say hello to? Huh. Yeah, absolutely. True. <laughs> 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 Under
0: the guise of trying to find Chris.
2: <laughs> true.
0: Go on, Christopher Gibson, go Oh, on. yeah,
3: more, more. Here we go. More. Um, Uh, My son Keelan did his first piss in the potty in the last couple of weeks. Well Well done, done, Keelan. 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 Sean had a concert and sang Catch a Falling Star. Also got a report card. Got excellent for reading, maths, and science. Science. We love science. Science. Excellent for science. Fantastic. Where did she get that from? Uh, From reception at Glenelg. Oh, oh, from (laughs) me, mofo. And a mum. (laughs) Can you get higher than Excellent. No, you can't. That's the top one. Oh, it's top yeah. excellent, is it? Oh, we're well, yeah. very, very good. And can you get
1: lower than excellent?
3: You can. Okay, That's a very important... It's not like dog training <laughs> where everyone gets an award. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not at that level quite yet with human children, but we're getting there. Um, <laughs> human so, children. Very quick new segment. This is not going to take long. <laughs> this is not going to take long. Cameron's, Cameron's about to Cameron's already uh, asleep. spit his beer in my face. <sighs> this new segment is... Gibbo's Act of Kindness. Oh. This is an act of kindness that's happened in the last few weeks that I'd like to promote.
1: Oh, is this probably you working hard for someone else? Yeah, this is...
3: That, that's a constant act of kindness. No, no, no. This is to congratulate and thank someone who performed a really wonderful act of kindness. Uh, someone sent an email around, a capsule email, informing someone that they had left their car headlights on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. It was you, wasn't it? It happens all the time. It was me. (laughs) It was me. And I have the email to prove it, and I have Cameron's response. (laughs) So, I wrote on the 22nd of November, 8.55am, Hi all, on my way in, I noticed a Nissan Pulsar had its headlights on. Regards, Chris. Uh, I think five minutes later, (laughs) no, three minutes later. Three minutes, Cameron, you gunned. Cameron... Uh, responded with, What a guy. Did you notice if the Nissan Pulsar was straight and perfectly within the space allotted? (laughs) (laughs) That's a reference to my OCD about parking. Do you
0: not? Now that I know you've got OCD, we were in the lab the other day and I noticed you do lots of, like, you double check
3: things a lot. Like turning off the... (laughs) Amateurs double (laughs) check. Quadruple. Professionals quintuple. Quintuple. Quintuple
4: check things.
1: Now, Chris... This email that you sent, you specifically said before that you sent it at 8.55 a.m.? Yes. Now, later on in that day, I asked you, you're just bragging about how early you got into uni, Was that what? and that was true, wasn't
3: it? That was actually true. Um, <laughs> I, I screwed up slightly, because I actually got in about 7.30, and then I forgot to send the email to oh. 8.55.
1: <laughs> so, you noticed the car's lights were on an hour and a half before you... <laughs> You told anyone about it.
3: Yeah, their batteries was flat by then, I'd say.
1: <laughs> and you're still after kudos. You, what, what segment did you just call it? That was Gibbo's act of kindness. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gibbo's self-serving emails. <laughs> That's another way to describe that segment, yes. No, excellent act of you know. kindness, Christopher Gibson. One more. Nope. Uh, one of our papers were all on pathway to high throughput, low-cost, indium-free, transparent electrodes, another site. Fantastic. Yeah, that's right. That's the site. Did you read what the site was for? No, I didn't. Because I did. And oh, what's it for?
1: The ramen. So the site is for they're listing examples of people who've made transparent conducting films from conductive polymers. And then the next site is carbon nanotubes. Mm-hmm. Which no, so like conductive polymers. Your citation. Yeah, comma carbon nanotubes. Other citations. Huh. Comma silver nanowires. Other citations. What?
3: Ours
0: wasn't. <laughs> that's completely wrong. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Take your sites where you can, people. Jesus Take Christ. This is, this is a
0: farce. This bloody academic <laughs>
3: thing is a bloody farce. Let it go, dude. All
0: right. My news. So, first of all.
3: This is big news. I can is, sense it. I can sense this it. This
0: is big news. Cameron,
1: this is for you. Okay. Whoa. What have I done? What have you we done? Two
0: weeks ago, two podcasts ago, you were all living it up. You Ooh, were living the dream. Oh, I was You, happy. Were, you were so, ugh, because you had a paper that we weren't on.
1: <gasps> okay. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Don't, no, you haven't.
0: I've got a paper that neither of you two are oh. on. That's not possible. How did you get the work done? Very good question. <laughs> so, this is well a done, paper. Andy. Yeah, that's right. Well yeah. done, Andy. All yeah. well right, all right. Yep. Sorry, back, well. back to yep. congratulate it. Well done, well done. This is a, a paper that's in the Journal of Materiomics.
1: <laughs> What? 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 Is this Material what? Omics? What? Look, at the moment... Is that a What? <laughs> Is that
0: a... At the moment, it doesn't have an impact Back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is it because... I love those journals. <laughs> because no one believes it's a real word <laughs> or journal? Look, I think it's quite young.
0: <laughs> I think they're taking what they can get. But it's in the Journal of Materialomics... And look, it's got no impact factor, but I I mm. really feel good about it. I'm thinking like okay. thirty three. Oh. oh, all right, <laughs>
1: that's mm. what I'm thinking. I'm not, I'm not convinced. So why not? So you say just future thirty three impact factor. Future thirty three plus.
0: Um, in other news, uh, so apart from being an awesome scientist, um, I was recently selected for a Cosmos magazine internship.
3: Congratulations, Andy. I'm very proud well of done, this, mate. Well done. Very proud this one.
0: Well done. That's big So. Early next year, it was a it was a sort of a selection process. Had to write some stuff on in boxes and tick mm. some boxes. Okay, um, had an interview as well, mm. and then found out early last week that I was selected. So I'm going to go for a month to the Cosmos uh, magazine editing. Um, for, uh, I don't know offices mm-hmm. and work there and learn some things learn some new
1: skills
3: well done mm-hmm. man yeah. congratulations yeah, well done. Well that's done. good and my final bit oh, of news just, uh, oh just sorry yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: with the Cosmos you know that um, I appear in the Cosmos magazine interview. do you really yeah I, I got interviewed once you motherfucker so I just wanted to let you know that you can always call my phone <laughs> whenever you need some expert advice. Work phone only. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah.
0: Um, and the last bit of news is um, someone forgot their password on the forum and I received notification of it.
3: Oh Dr. shit. Dr. Gibb double O's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you'd find uh fuck it. I have to write these things down.
0: I was like <laughs> I was like
3: like new like bing
0: <laughs> password retrieval and I was like who like oh, we've got like five members and I'm pretty sure they'd all remember their password. God, please I am, I am
1: Please tell me did it tell you what his old password was? No it didn't. Uh, I'm not privy to that ooh, information. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> well wouldn't you want to know? Oh, 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 my old one, yeah, I'd like to know that, but I don't want you to know my new one. I can't tell you why. <laughs> Chris loves Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to change it again.
0: <laughs> All right, my cheeky little scientist friends, that's my me. little scruffers. Yeah, mm. that's also me. Mm. That's Our us. topic for the day is science workshops. Hmm the Yoo-hoo. good the bad the ugly the awkward mm. so what do we mean why are we talking about workshops cameron what what are they
1: well i think the the idea of workshops in general um, are to teach people say transferable skills to prepare them for the future yeah so the ones i've been to often they've been trying to promote entrepreneurial skills so, things that you won't really get from like a standard PhD. Yeah. So, I think entrepreneurial skills is something that the government really pushes. So, various uh, research groups will then get money to mm-hmm. host these
4: workshops. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, who who are they directed at? I mean, we obviously go to a lot because there's a lot directed towards early career researchers. Yeah. Because they want us to... I don't know, gain skills beyond, like you said, beyond what we, we have. Mm-hmm. But also, they're also seen as some sort of weird networking event that never really materializes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't even mention that. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, a, s- no,
3: I think there's, there are a few different definitions of workshop, and I did look one up. Just oh, a generic. Do <laughs> this doesn't cover science. You said you were <laughs> busy today. You liar. Uh, I was this afternoon. You on big PPP. fat liar. You've done loads of research. Wikipedia says. A workshop is a meeting at which a group of people engage in intensive discussion and activity on a particular subject or project, which is kind of what Cameron said. (laughs) Kind Uh, of, Cameron, it's fine. But I'm glad that you
1: also had to say it as well, Chris, so thanks. So there we go.
3: But, I mean, (laughs) workshops in science cover lots of different areas, so I'm I'm involved in what's called the AMMRF, and we have a workshop every year or two. What
0: does that workshop do?
3: It's everyone who's a part of this uh, big interlab facility comes together, and we talk about what we've been doing. We have breakout groups <gasps> what
0: the fuck is a breakout group it's where you get
3: in your own little area so for me it would be like you know scanning probe microscopy or facility management the wild group the, the, what, wi- the crazy group yeah. Yeah. The, you, you get call together. yourselves the hogs don't you yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's and like right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm also in the <laughs> We lot of bacon uh, I'm also in the I'm in the I'm one of the operation managers meetings or something oh god Chris that, that sounds boring it's awesome um, <laughs> and so that's a two or three day thing <laughs> When you're a hog, oh, <laughs> those, those weeks must go far, by, by quick. But I'm trying to get through this, listeners. But, um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and so that's, a t- that's one type of work. Who do you
0: think you are, you famous son of a bitch? Yeah. Listeners, yeah. speaking
3: to the people in the future. <laughs> this is for the ages. You all know this, don't you? In, in 10 years' time, people are going to look back on PPOP and go, this is They brilliant. were on it. They were on, yeah, it. They were on it. But they were. you
1: know, this only survives as long as we continue paying the subscription to SoundCloud. <laughs> No, we're fucked.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I didn't think about that. They've got us forever. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) But uh, there are other kinds of workshops, um, like the ECR ones that you guys were talking about, but there's also ones that I've been involved with where it's like about a technique or an instrument or some kind of experimental methodology where people actually will come to a laboratory and learn how to do certain things. So I've been involved in running some workshops for the atomic force microscope, for example, so there's lots of different kinds of workshops. I mean, I, for me, workshops also cover a little bit of the same area that conferences do. You'll have talks and things like that as well at yep. workshops. Um, but if I was to talk about, I mean, let's start with, can we start with the stuff we don't like about workshops? I'll tell you what. Can we? Well, we don't have to. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks for asking permission. So one permission. thing I noticed in workshops, not every kind of workshop, but you get those workshops where the butcher's paper comes out. Oh, yes. And you get in little groups and you talk and you you, you mind jam. Not mind jam, fucking... What's it called? Uh, Brainstorm. 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 Mind jam. Brush your hair.
0: (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) You're there, you're just like... "Mm -mm 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 That's, that's David that's what, Brent. That's what the
1: hogs
3: do with the yeah. uh, AFM. <laughs> <laughs> being mock listeners and being mocked. Stop speaking to the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yes, and I've been involved. And then the butcher's paper comes out, and you uh, brainstorm. And then someone has to get up and talk about the brainstorming activity. Yes. Or you get—I've been involved in them where there's like some uh, straws and a pencil. And uh, a bottle cap, and it's like, and it, right, make it, science out of that. And then you've got to put it and all up your bum. you have to be bum. creative, artistic. <laughs> and I have to say, now some of you might, you might disagree with me on this, <laughs> but I hate those fucking things. Do Chris? You know, I do. I don't like them. You brought it like again.
0: Them. Do you know what? While I was writing my little, my little bullet points for this sheet, section, yeah? I was like, workshops, blah, blah, blah. Got one bullet point. Awkward. Right. Because what? So the normal sort of uh, layout of a workshop is they get experts or whoever will do something for free Mm -hmm. to come along and talk about the subject for a bit. Yep. And then they'll. The one thing I hate that's really popular at the moment is are these panel discussions. Oh, oh my fucking
3: Christ! <laughs> no more.
0: What? Are, hold no away. more. Tell me about
3: the panel discussion.
0: It's just three people talking shit. It's a really easy way to <laughs> fill time. Oh, or yeah. like this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this. <laughs> oh fuck. Is this a panel no. discussion? No. no. Anyway, yeah. No, keep going. It's
0: just so they got one like MC mm. that's just kind of like leading the discussion. But it's just an easy way to fill time. Mm. That's all it really is. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, we've got 20 minutes to fill, whatever. Let's just have a panel discussion where everyone talks shit for a bit. I'd much rather not do that. I don't mind the, the pointed presentations. Sometimes they can be useful. Yeah, I've You been can always get days. something. Yeah. But I completely agree with you that after that happens and after the crappy panel discussion or what normally what, what is happening recently... The workshops, the interactive group activities are just awkward. Mm. Mm. I'm yet to come across one where I go, do you know what? I loved that. (laughs) (laughs) That was excellent. Yeah.
1: I loved interacting with those strangers for 20 minutes. But is that because your 20 minutes isn't enough time for you to get comfortable (laughs) enough to talk about your butt hair (laughs) and your pubes? Is that...
0: (laughs) Look, my personality traits may have a reason. Uh, uh, Cameron's peeled back it. the layers right there. Yeah, yeah. Those are yeah that's right. Instantly. That's very
3: good. That's very good. So what I've found in these, I you mean, know, because I've been involved in so many of these bloody things is you'd you break into Ooh, the group. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Sorry, Chris. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> if anyone out there has organized a workshop that I've been to and there was Witches paper. I don't apologise. Ooh. ooh. (laughs) Take that. So so it's just that what usually happens is because you you, you get into the breakout group, the butcher's paper goes around, and, and the ones I've been involved with, people are quite keen to like say, all right, Put this down. Put this down. Do this. Write this. Do this. And then when it comes to be the person to stand up in front of three hundred people and talk about it, suddenly you're like, oh, don't, no, no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. No, no, don't do that. But they're very happy to sit there and like pontificate and tell you what to write. Yeah. So I often end up being the mug that ends up having to stand up and 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 what I find is it's always the same people are always standing up and doing the speaking. Guess who that? Guess guess who stands up in my group? <laughs> No one else but you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so but I find they're. Do a they bit... know your
1: name, or do they just go the talkative guy, the guy that won't shut up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and
3: they're a bit samey. I think is the problem. I don't think much new stuff comes out of that sort of thing. No, can but I,
1: I think maybe you two are just bitter because you've probably never won. Ooh, oh, hang on, won here we go. a you...
3: paper workshop breakout group? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I have. <laughs> When you are the most competitive man on the planet, <laughs> you've won something. The so last what,
1: time I was in one. Yep. What did you win? Uh, oh, I've won two. Oh, yeah, I've won so here two, we go. actually. Oh, well, I never well knew done. I you the rewards for them. Bloody hell. You, just, you have to hang around until the end of the conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yours
3: were so good, they said, right, we're giving out awards.
1: Uh, so one time uh, the group won a board game. There wasn't a lot of money in that in particular <laughs> conference. <laughs> <laughs> but the next, the next yeah. time... Yeah. Uh, What did we have to do? So we had to come up with a... We got given a patent and then we had to come up with a pitch for the product. So this was an entrepreneurial one. Yeah. And between our group of six, we shared, I think it was about $1,500. Oh. Whoa, that's um, what you mean in raw hard stripper cash? Raw hard. No, raw hard bank account cash. Do you pay strippers by a bank account transfer?
0: No, you don't, you buy stripper dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Singles. Yeah. Well that's that's a lot of money. Well yeah. done. Huh? Between how
1: a, many? Um, I think it was six. It was a bit it's a bit of a funny one where it's like a couple hundred bucks. In these groups, there aren't six people doing work no, but the money no, got split no, evenly yeah. so that was a bit strange no, no. and some people like someone said like I-, I gotta go but then they were around when the money got
2: uh, <laughs> ooh,
3: oh yeah, no, that, that's that's person. name and shame Yeah, <laughs> oh, pff, there's some but, guy <laughs> uh, there's got to be some participation from everyone i think but no i mean that's I not that a next. bad topic as far as breakout butchers paper sessions go
1: so i think that uh, you've talked about some of the boring things in the workshops yep. but and the, I mean, the crate paper—it is a bit awkward, but I mean, you just get through it, and you know, if you're good enough, you'll win prizes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we've heard. <laughs> but what I really am finding tedious are the talks. Oh. And so I think it's because like these people are trying to give us advice. So not really on Chris's workshops where you're getting uh, how to use an instrument, but yeah. like the entrepreneurial skills of grant writing ones the ones we get invited to a lot andy oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and so here we get advice from people and it's normally they're just giving advice on what worked for them sure um and so on like career pathways th- those kinds of things whatever worked for them mm-hmm. i mean it's not really gonna work for everyone no what i really like what i would like to see is someone actually give me some stats when to back up some things that they say mm-hmm. like they'll say you know you'd you know, you do A, B, and C. Oh, I did this, and it worked for me. Yeah, It's kind yeah. of what they're giving us. What they could say is, like, 70% of successful people have done this. And mm, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really yeah. know if those statistics are available. I, or ju- like.
0: I, I tell you what, I would be amazed if they were captured. Because everyone's just, like, tumbling over each other to, like, get <laughs> ahead. And it's just yeah. like, I've got a mentor. That's... I've got a grant. I've yeah. got a thing. Oh, and they mm. just kind of, like, end up where they are. And then they look back, and they go, God. Oh, that yeah. worked
1: yeah so it's i mean it's just a, like the i mean career grant writing uh entrepreneurship i mean there's just so much chance involved to there's not Absolutely. Re- i don't really think there's a formula to follow
0: no I c- i completely agree and like the academic system is so much up to chance anyway yeah and then you're adding these small little like subsets of chance of like you know a spin-off business or yeah um, or grant applications or so i mean yeah there's things you can do to increase your chances of of this, and I think those are broadly known, you know like yeah, I mean, you just
1: it, read like an article or yeah. I mean any supervisor should be telling you these things anyway, yeah, I don't re- like kind of makes these workshops with the professionals a bit obsolete uh and then you know just with this, I end up really just hearing the same stuff over and over again because they all just kind of repeat mm-hmm. what other people have said i in mean the past. I've been to
3: a couple of these grant writing ones and i'm i'm Trying to think when they've ever put up any stats, and I can't remember. They'll put up stats of how many are submitted and how many are successful. Yeah, like success but, rates they but, have. But, but, but I can't think of any stats on what people did, no, and what the success rate was as a result of that action. Yeah, I can't think of anything.
1: I had, I, I found an interesting one. I didn't, I can't remember the exact phrase because I didn't even think about it until just now. Mm. But I had. Um, uh, I got a take-home slides from a grant writing workshop, mm-hmm. and it was you never start your slide with um, "we plan to," mm-hmm. because it's something along the lines of that's like it's not um, it's not something that screams success because it's your plan to or we aim to. Yeah. I think is maybe the, yeah, yeah. the things like you don't aim to is like we will yeah oh yeah right okay. Yep. and yep. so that's what they said you never ever say that mm-hmm. so i looked at the years befores like first statement because that <laughs> <Yep>. was available <laughs> yeah and we aim to was on about 30 percent of them <laughs> <laughs> actually <laughs> so you could there's... write a, you could write a
3: paper on that you could yeah. write a little paper on that could you yeah. write a grant application on how to write a grant application could you do that how would you, matter, could you get funding? The, that would to be study uh, the sure chances could. of getting a uh, grant funding. Like how you could write a grant. To but then, if you, you got it, the that's
0: the end of the study. Uh, yeah. This. Way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: There it is.
0: <laughs>
1: so I think I mean just to to win the the whole workshop. I mm. think that the, the the idea of the workshop it's coming from a good place mm. to kind mm. of give people skills. And if I'm going to go to the effort to tell you my advice, I may as well tell a hundred people. Yes. Uh, mm. and a lot of them I get funding so I got to travel to uh, Gold Coast for free I got to travel Ooh. to where else Geelong yeah for these for these types of Less impressive. early career research <laughs> well the, I stayed at a backpackers at the Gold Coast and it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> like the person above me had their stuff in a plastic bag yes <laughs> no fuck those guys <laughs> honestly I mean yes
3: Plastic bag uh, Who's guy.
1: bringing a? Uh, don't bring plastic bags. And then if you have a plastic bag, don't fiddle with it all night long. Yeah,
3: yep. As someone who has occasionally put things in plastic bag, <laughs> you are that fucking guy. <laughs> I know it. Well, I so
0: I stayed in a capsule hotel in Japan. Uh, the guy in the capsule next to me had his whole life in bags, <laughs> and you're not even meant to have stuff in there. It's just somewhere to sleep. And all, like,
1: he's like. Is it in this plastic bag? <laughs> yeah. no, oh, no, it's not in that plastic bag. But crinkle, crinkle, that's right. Crinkle, Let crinkle, me crunch it back up.
2: <laughs> I won't you're be needing to there. look in that
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the so thing. they're coming from a good place. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I really, I don't think they're effective, and they I would probably get more out of watching a YouTube clip in the evening in my own time. Yeah. Than spending three days.
3: Yeah. Else. Look, I mean, most evil done in the world is done from a good place. You know, it's unintended consequences. So, South America? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying, work- I am saying workshops are evil. There we go.
0: Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing I did for Publish Perish or Podcast yep. is I attended a workshop run here in Adelaide. And I took along a trusty recorder and a microphone. Jesus. And I spoke okay. to people. Oh, you're brave. I know. They hated it. <laughs> uh, oh, God, they hated it so much. Like, uh, because of you? Because I was just like hovering around them with a the microphone going, okay. Oh, don't do me. Oh, like um, that? Exactly like that, yeah. It's <laughs> okay. probably understandable now, I guess. Um, so here it is. Hello, everyone. I'm here at a workshop for ECRs, run at RIOs in Adelaide, and the workshop today is called Publish or Perish. And considering that our podcast is Publish, Perish or Podcast, I thought I'd turn up and ask ECRs and successful researchers a couple of questions. Now, I'm sitting in the corner talking to myself like a fucking madman, so let's go ask some questions. That's alright, look, I've grabbed you, and it's, this is an awkward situation. It's fine. You don't have to be okay with it first of all can you just tell me your name? Sarah Bray. You're here because you're an ECR is that correct? Yes I am. And so this tonight was publish or perish and the question is do you feel like you're publishing or perishing?
5: Uh, perishing actually I'm I've, we didn't get any grant funding in the last round and so I'm just ended my contract and doing something completely different and setting up a PT business.
0: Tell us about your business what are you doing?
5: Okay, so I am a scientist and I've been a scientist for about 15 years um, and I'm trying, I've also been on the side studying personal training because I thought if we're only, only 10% of grants are getting funded I need to have a plan B and I'd rather have a plan B that I'm excited about and um, so I'm hoping to train people to go on um, charity adventures and hikes and holidays and things like that so that they get the most out of their trips.
0: That is absolutely fantastic. I also
5: want to combine science with what I'm doing as well because I think there's a a big gap in the market with um, even the fitness magazines and things. They're all very superficial. I'd like to be able to look into the science behind things then write a story that makes sense and explains it factually.
0: Absolutely. And especially around, I think, around like exercise and health and nutrition, there's always this kind of pseudoscience. And so by bringing someone like yourself, who I assume you've got a PhD, into that field, it can only make it better. Have you tried to get a grant before?
5: Well, I think part of the problem that I'm finding as an ECR is that my track record's not strong enough yet to go on as a chief investigator. And so I contribute significantly to grants, but I can't put my name to them. And so then even when they're successful, it doesn't increase your track record. And so it just seems to be a bit of a loop, which is why I start to think I'd like to try and do something a little bit different where I can build something myself.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's absolutely wise to have a plan B. And I can see that you've got a glass of wine. So with a glass of wine and a plan B, I think you're set for the future.
5: Yes, I'm excited and terrified.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. That's all right. Tell me about, a little bit about yourself. What's your name?
6: Uh, my name is Lindsay Fenderson. I'm a PhD student at Uni Adelaide in the Australian <laughs> Centre for Ancient DNA.
0: Excellent. And so you're obviously here because you're an ECR. What, what were you hoping to get from tonight?
6: Uh, I was really just looking for more insight on, you know, publishing in general and publishing in high-impact journals, and you know, obviously advancing my career.
0: And so do you feel like you're publishing or perishing in this present moment in time?
6: You know, it's funny. I actually was comparing my age index with fellow colleagues.
0: I think that's the worst thing you can do. I know.
6: <laughs> but I think I'm doing pretty well. So yeah, but I think it's you know important to keep yourself informed and just always working to improve your writing and yeah, just learning wherever you can.
0: I guess now you're just going to go back to the lab and write continuously until you fall asleep?
6: Yeah, that was definitely the take-home message. need to write more.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Thanks very much.
6: Thank you.
4: All right, so I'm actually here with one of the speakers tonight. Now, would you care to introduce yourself? My um, name is Corey Bradshaw. I'm, um, well, my title is the Sue Hubert Wilkins Chair of Climate Change, but I'm a professor of quantitative ecology at the University of Adelaide.
0: That sounds very good. Is that, that's a very well-rehearsed intro right there. And can I say, you are one of the funkiest professors I think I've ever seen
4: funkiest well i've got the what the longest beard hair or the most tattoos
0: <laughs> it's it's everything it's the whole package um so tonight you were talking about publish or perish you quite clearly have not perished and the reason you were out uh, put up on stage tonight was because you've got a um
4: a significant number of nature papers is that right? Well not really actually I probably have fewer than someone uh, most people at this stage of my career but I have a reasonable citation uh, output but it's not all about the sciences and natures unfortunately. <laughs> is it? Is it rude to ask what your current number of papers in uh, nature is? I think I'm upwards of the eight somewhere in there or well if that's nature science and some of the offshoot journals as well there's probably more like 12-ish in there but um you know i've been doing this for a while so it's not as impressive as it might sound first uh first go
0: well i'll tell you what you said that without a tinge of smugness if i was in your position i'd be the smuggest
4: bastard in the room and i'd be like i'd
0: make sure everyone could just feel it through my through
4: their paws well i've never been um labeled with humility as being one of my strong points but i would say that you know when you get you know i've been doing this for a while you know i'm i'm 46 and you know i started out Doing the, I've been in university pretty much since I was the age of 17. So, you know, if I didn't have this kind of track record by now, you'd be asking serious questions. That said, I think I've been successful in in, in following the, the general expectations. And, you know, I've got the grant monies and I've, I've had the people helping me and I've worked collaboratively. And I think that's really the main point is that you can build your your scientific career by being a good collaborator so your scientific career is obviously you know uh, quite a
0: successful one but very much like an orgy a scientific career is only really understood in reverse there's lots of people just like you who are just as passionate just as capable that don't make it to your position um you mentioned tonight about the ponzi scheme this academic ponzi scheme and you and you mentioned and you hinted that part of it's true how does someone in an ecr situation beat this ponzi scheme when the numbers just are against them
4: well i think you do have to if you struggle and uh, fight against the game and you don't play the game i think you'll find that you'll be disappointed so realizing that there is a gaming aspect to it and understanding that there are trends and and there are um, certain human elements to this equation, that it's not all objective and it's not all about the the intrinsic value and that you do have to put the extra effort in. Like I said, just because you publish a paper doesn't mean anyone's going to read it or it's going to change anything. Think about the final outcome and and be very um, uh, collaborative and open to new experiences. If you can do those things, if you write well, you do publish your work, you're collaborative, and you think about the broader implications, I don't think you can lose. I still think we're stuck in this kind of game, and we always will be. You know, there's always going to be competition for resources. Uh, There's always, you know, in my field, we call it density feedback. So, you know, competition increases the more individuals are competing for the dwindling resource. And you get that in science, and it doesn't matter what field it is. Thankfully, we still have this, again, coming back to this pursuit of subjectivity reduction, so that we tend to make less uh emotive decisions in how we do things but we're still part of the system and we're still part of human society if we can realize that and realize that there's an engagement and an emotive component to it then we'll probably do better and you're never going to get over the fact that there'll be too many postdocs for the number of jobs but if you play the game well and you do well at what you do you will you will the cream will rise to the top yeah
0: thanks very much cory and to finish off what's your favorite swear word my
4: favorite swear word. yep Oh dear! Um, I, am I allowed to say this? <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to say it. But I'll—I will say that it's. Um, no, I can't say that. Come on, you can say it. this. This is a podcast. You can say whatever you want. My favorite swear word. Oh, um, I would probably say uh, it would be the Southern French uh, accent doing uh, a very. This is sort of this from the south of France, Marseille area. And they say, de cong. And to me, that's just... If you do it with that accent too, it, it, it's a very evocative way of um, uh, releasing stress, shall we say.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Look, that's brilliant. Can we high five? Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And today, the science... This topic is <gasps> New Year's Eve. Uh, boom. Uh, boom. Gibbo, bring it. Happy New uh, Cameron's Year. Cameron's gone first. No, Cameron, bring it. <laughs> Did you just forget I forgot <laughs> what we just <laughs> talked about? <I> completely <laughs> forgot.
1: <laughs> so number one, I'm not a big fan of New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You're I old. I I would rather just have it be another day. Mm-hmm. But what's hard is that if you don't do anything for New Year's Eve, mm. like for the next few weeks, whenever you see someone, uh, they're always the asking, topic, yeah. oh, so what did you do for New Year's Eve? And it's a little bit hard to say, I just stayed at home. And wanked.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> that would be Okay. <laughs> That's one way to celebrate. <laughs> That's very hard to say. Very hard to say. You're right, Andy. Yeah, yeah, not wrong.
0: Imagine that. Imagine that. Like someone's like, "What you do you do? Just stayed home and wanked." But a massive wank. <laughs> massive
1: wank. <laughs> it's a wank fest. That was New Year's Eve.
3: <laughs> anyway, let's get off wanking. All right, so mm.
1: I, bring it. My last few i have Kind of taken it to the nth extreme, but I'm a bit more simple this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, New Year's Eve means fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So fireworks is uh, made of a few components. Yep. And so I'm just trying to make fireworks good. Yeah, better good. Better. Yeah. That's what I'm trying yep. to do in my science this. So um, fireworks consists of a fuel, which is gunpowder, yep. an oxidizer, which is used to ignite the fuel, a binder, which kind of keeps it all together, uh, and then uh, its color, which is like some metal salts. And so it's different metal salts will glow or emit light at different colors and that's how you get your green orange yellow etc so fireworks as they are are a little bit boring i mean oh, they've been done. what
0: a big
3: core yeah. fireworks has yeah. been around right. for a thousand yeah. years that's bold yep. that's bold
1: and so shooting them in the air making them explode it's like
0: eh. eh seen it
1: so what i want to do is i'm going to change the binder to make it into a paste Okay. So, I'm actually wanting to make like a firework paint Mm -hmm. and then on New Year's Eve, say if I'm having a house party, I'll paint my house with this fireworks paint.
0: (laughs) This already
1: sounds pretty (laughs) dangerous. Don't worry about it. Okay. (laughs) You're
3: going to paint it with something flammable?
1: No, fireworks. (laughs) A mixture of gunpowder, oxidizer, binder and color. Okay. Uh, I'm painting my house, the fireworks, different colors, you know, trying to match the bricks like red, Mm. whatever else, the roof green like my house. Yeah. And then at the right time, I ignite it and my house becomes a massive firework. Mm. Mm. Uh, how good would that party be to attend? That'd be
3: amazing. Yeah, it would become a firework and also quite dangerous to the neighbourhood once the uh, fire napalm or whatever it is you've made <laughs> fire <awesome>. napalm <laughs> it starts flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah, look,
1: I I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What if the next door neighbor also is painting their house with this stuff? Yeah, yeah. You set yours off and you've got a uh-huh. domino effect down that you just set and everyone's off. That sounds
3: awesome. Yeah, that beautiful. Sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. But, so that's uh, that's excellent. how I'm financing New Year's Eve. I'm Fantastic. making the best fireworks uh, imaginable. Yeah, that's pretty good, um, actually. Look, I
0: cannot yeah. see any downside no. as long as everyone's out of the house.
1: Uh, it, look, look, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I, you need to be
3: careful this time of year in Adelaide because there are fire warnings around. Uh, there are, yeah. yeah. But Cameron,
1: but I, I wouldn't worry about it. Thanks, <laughs> Well then, uh, Andy, right. uh, what do you got for New Year's Eve? This yeah. is your topic yeah. once again, and uh, I don't know how long you think about these for beforehand. Sometimes yeah. not at all. Mm. But today, what I do you thought got about it? Oh, good. Oh shit! And it annoys
0: me. That you went that fireworks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, yes. why you,
0: that's why you're so nitpicky. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Mine's better. So, fireworks are one of the most unusual sources of pollution in the atmosphere. Mm. Okay. Right? Okay. So, that apparently, the, there's this uh, paper, and it's the impact of fireworks on airborne particles, and it's in atmospheric environment, impact factor, 3.2. 9
3: nine. We'd Not publish bad. in that journal. We'd publish in that journal. No, you have No, we would. It's oh you, oh, you would. I think really yeah, we have considered that a real journal, wouldn't we? Yeah, that's yeah, a real that's journal. So,
0: just quickly, this 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 paper says um, results of a study on chemical physical properties of airborne particles collected during a fireworks episode in Milan are reported. Now, I don't know what a, I don't know what a fireworks episode is, but I can only imagine there's a lot of fireworks. Mm. So it says. Elements typically emitted during pyrotechnic uh, displays increased um, an hour afterwards. And strontium was 120 times more concentrated. Uh There were 22 times more magnesium, Uh, 12 times more barium, 11 times more potassium, and 6 times more copper in the atmosphere.
1: Not surprising, because they're all the colour.
0: Exactly, exactly. So those things are added exactly to make the colour, but you don't want to be breathing them in. Why not?
3: Well bit poisonous, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. How much strontium do I need
1: per day? That is a great experiment to do. <laughs> <laughs> Kate you, just start feeding just, yeah, me yeah, strontium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much like... strontium can give away until he starts feeling a bit Ooh, sick? Oh, geez, that tastes a bit stront- <laughs> strontium-y.
0: I remember like, from another podcast, hmm, someone would describe this as metallic. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Anyway, more strontium gibbo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, oh, strontium. Oh, I couldn't have another boy. So,
0: <laughs> now I don't want to be the bloody naysayer scientist coming into this world no, being, don't have fireworks. They're bad for the environment. I don't want to be that guy. So, mm. what I'm saying is use less, but only use the really fucking impressive ones. <gasps> okay. Forget so, these little pss pss ones, yeah. the like, ah, the, oh, that spray and like, ah, oh, like, okay. no. We are going to make sure that if we're going to pollute this world, it's going to be impressive. It's worth Mm. it. It's going to be worth it. None of these little like whizzes, like, wheeze, wheeze. No. Fuck that. I want everything just lit up. So what I'm doing is I'm taking a series of fireworks and I'm measuring heart rate, sweat response to a series of loud, big, impressive fireworks. Okay. And I'm going to mandate that every fireworks display in Australia... Consists of one firework, but the best firework. Ooh. Alright. Based on the sweat response, the heart rate and stuff that I received during my study. For the best firework. For the is best firework. Okay.
3: What is the best one? Like an atom bomb or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I
0: mean there's some massive ones, right? Mm. You send them mm. out and you're like, it's the ones so that you kind you of lose sight of.
1: Hmm? The best only, or are we doing or are you gonna set up like a best to pollution ratio? Ooh, that's a very good question. That? No. Because what if something's a little bit worse, yep. but s- much less pollution? Well,
0: no, because remember, this is driven by the people. The people want <laughs> one big, impressive <laughs> firework. Okay. Now, we are reducing. We're not using hundreds of fireworks. We're just using the one. And I feel like people would go home okay. happy.
3: Hmm.
0: And failing that, if uh, if we do want to get rid of fireworks, my other plan was to hand out free Coke and dose it with LSD. Yeah,
3: that's a good one. Yeah. Colours in front of everyone's eyes that's and oh, no that's pollution. Hey, actually, that's a better way to go because yeah. you could have really meager, shitty fireworks. Yeah, you could just And have, no one would know the difference. No, you could just have a
0: guy with a couple of LEDs in mm. the distance <laughs> just waving <laughs> them around. <laughs> anyway, so that's
3: how I science this. All right, well. All right, Kibo, you promised big time bring to bring it home. home. All right, so... I thought about this a little bit. Science is about precision. Science yes. is about accuracy. Preach, Gillo, Preach. And what is New Year's Eve? What are we exactly celebrating? What are we scientifically celebrating? Isn't it the death of Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> That's Easter. No, it's, oh. it's the birth of God. No, is it the is it Santa's birthday? <laughs> I don't really understand. So, New Year's Eve is celebrating the end of the year. And what is a year? Let's think about it, people. Come on. One
0: rotation of the earth around Thor's penis.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And the sun. (laughs) And and the sun. And the sun. sun. So if we want to have a proper science New Year's, it has to be precise. Preach. All right. So let's go to it. How long does it take the earth to travel around the sun? The answer is 365.25 days. And quarter days. Mm-hmm. Right? So, but there's a problem. There are actually three different definitions of the year. <gasps> so we have the tropical year, which is from equinox to equinox. That is from the time that the is sun word, crosses. What does that word mean? I'm not really sure. To that one up, <laughs> crosses the celestial equator from south to north to the next time. And that is 365.24219 days.
0: Right? Yeah, I l- Stop listening to the numbers, but yeah. Then we
3: have the side real year, city real year. I don't know how to pronounce that. From one time a particular star is in a given position to the next time. 365.256 days. And then the animalistic year. From the time the Earth is at its closest to the sun to the next 365.2596 days. Oh, God. What so a the lot difference numbers. between those two, those three different kinds of year, uh, years definitions from the lowest to the highest, yeah. is 25 minutes. Oh, 25 are you not, minutes. Are you not happy with that? I nope, hate That's not precise enough. I Ugh. hate being late. <laughs> that's not <laughs> and precise. And I hate enough. being not precise. I'm changing what New Year's Eve is. It's got to be celebrated. Absolutely precisely. Now, let me give you something. The earth moves at 30 kilometers per second. So 25 minutes means that there is a 45,000 kilometer difference <laughs> oh. between the tropical year and the animalistic year. Too right? much. Mm-hmm. Too, too much. much. That is way too that's, much. was ludicrous.
0: I wasn't on board at the start, but I'm completely <laughs> nay with you, Gebo.
3: So therefore... How are, you, how are you fixing this, Chris? How are we fixing this? I think we're going to take an average between the lowest and the highest and we're going to celebrate New Year's Eve for 25 minutes. Only 25 minutes. Okay. So that is it. Only 25 minutes. But we cannot celebrate New Year's Eve the way we currently do it. Nope. No. I, so we I, have I'm a, not. We have a midnight in New York. We have a midnight in Australia. We have a, so there's possibly 24 hours difference between New Year's on one side of Greenwich Mean Time and the other side of Greenwich Mean Time. I meantime. didn't get that leap, but yep. Okay. That is 259,000. Sorry. No, well, What am I saying? 2,592,000 kilometers of error. Not that happening is anymore. not acceptable. Oh. Not happening anymore. So my New Year's, that my science year in New Year's, that's not good enough, is we celebrate it on the planet at exactly the same time. Greenwich Mean Time, doesn't matter what your time is, we celebrate it and then for 25 minutes and that's it.
0: Gibbo, you fucking brought it, man.
3: It's been brought. <laughs> Very been good. Brought. Now, what do we do during that 25 minutes? We watch one firework go off. There we go. No,
1: I think <laughs> that's <laughs> time for my street of fireworks. We
3: have a combination of... One big firework, and that one big firework is Cameron's painted house firework.
0: Yeah. It, it, wouldn't there be a problem with, like, smoke, like I said? I wouldn't worry about it. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a bit inconvenient to celebrate New Year's at, like, 6
3: in the morning, though, wouldn't it? For some people, yeah. But if you want to be precise, you've got to pay a price. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that one in. <laughs>
0: Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice From. Check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, like our Facebook page, join in the conversation on the forum, and it is starting to become Ladies a conversation. Oh yeah, much unlike
1: mega topics.
0: Yeah, there you can make topics. People have, people do.
1: Yeah, they made it on that.
0: and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get this podcast. Cameron,
1: you were just listening to Published Parachute Podcast. This week, it was brought to you by our future sponsor, ECR Network Workshops. Uh, They've got a lot of money, so
3: why not sponsor us? (laughs) Do it. Give us some money, ECR Workshops, mofos. Final farewells. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Bye.